You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 189. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Yoga Boss. I am Jackie Murphy. How are you? I am recording this podcast the week before I fly out to go record the new course that is coming this fall. I am feeling all of the feels. Definitely feel proud and accomplished of what I've created. I have taken My experience within the industry, I started teaching yoga when I was like 19 years old and I've taught drop-ins and led teacher trainings. I've opened three different studios. So I took all of this experience and I thought like, what would I want to share to someone so that they could skip the hard lessons, the years it took me to learn this stuff and just go straight to the sustainable and profitable business. And then I've also looked at everything that I've learned working with thousands of yoga teachers and studio owners the last couple of years in this coaching business. And I've gotten really aware of like, what are the patterns and what are the points of really misstep that I see happening again and again? How can I help people move through those quicker? How can I help them stay on track and be accountable to showing up in their business consistently? And I've taken all of that and put it into this course. So I feel really accomplished with what I've created. It's thorough. It is solid. And I know that you're going to love it. And at the same time, I of course feel nervous. This level up in my business is requiring me to level up in what I believe that I'm capable of. So it has me thinking a lot about being meant for more. And that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. Before we dive into the topic, I want to ask you to join the waitlist for the new course that's coming. I have decided to give you a behind the scenes video every single week of how I'm building this course and this membership and what it takes and what it looks like and your sneak peek of, you know, what the offer is going to be, but I'm only doing that for the people who are on the wait list. So you can head over to the yogabossgroup.com forward slash wait list and join that wait list. And starting next week, the last week of September in 2023, I will be releasing one video of a one video a week to give you a behind the scenes look at what this new course is and what it takes to launch something like this. Okay, so today I wanted to talk to those of you who have that gut knowing that you are meant for more. 
And I wanted to start with a story. I was in my 200 hour teacher training and we were practicing teaching on the beach in Bali. It was as amazing as it sounds. And it was my turn to get up and teach and try and cue for the very first time. And I felt then kind of how I feel now, excited, but a little bit nervous, but certain that I was meant to do this. And I got up and I remember it was my job to teach eagle pose, you know, wrap your right leg over, wrap your right arm under. And I talked about the drishti and how you could find your stability in this pose and the mental component behind it. And I had this knowing in that moment that I was meant to do this. And not only was I meant to teach this one person in front of me, but I was meant for more. And I know that those of you who also feel this internal nudge and calling know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's not coming from an egoic point of view or mindset. I'm not coming from the place of like, I'm better than or bigger than other people. And so I deserve or I'm entitled to something. Not at all. It's really coming from a deep place of service that like, gosh, I'm really meant to be here and to serve and to impact as many people as I possibly can. It almost feels like this life I came down like ready to play big and I just had this calling for like, oh man, we're meant for more. And if you know this feeling, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You maybe have that internal nudge. Maybe you imagine teaching on a stage to thousands of students at a yoga festival, or maybe you imagine having a community of a thousand members, 2000 members where you're having this big impact on the world. And the first thing that I want to tell you about this is that feeling is unique. I think it's easy to assume that every human on the planet has that same internal nudge and therefore kind of dismiss it when it comes up within you. But I'm here to tell you that that feeling is unique. Not everybody has the desire to have a big impact, to serve people abundantly. So if you have that feeling, I want you to honor it. I want you to notice it. I have a philosophy that our inner desires, those nudges, our inner knowings, those are like the GPS of our life, guiding us to exactly where we're meant to be, to exactly the people we're meant to serve. And it's your job, it's my job to honor those desires. It's your job to honor that desire. So if you have the desire to have a big impact, if you have this feeling that you're meant for more, I want you to acknowledge that desire and own it. Now, the second thing is right after you have this knowing that you're meant for more or this desire to have a big impact, it's typically followed by fear pretty immediately. And I remember this. I was certain that I was meant to be a yoga teacher, but the real world reality kind of crept in very quickly. And I thought, well, I'm not going to make money from that, or I don't even know how to do that, or I'd have to know a ton of people, or I'd have to be super uh, 
quote unquote famous on Instagram. I'd have to be an influencer. This was, you know, like over a decade ago. So influencers weren't quite the thing they are today. But essentially I was like, how's that ever going to happen? Nobody knows me. I'm never going to be able to do this. And I went and I took a different job. I took a job that I knew I'd get a salary from that was kind of related to wellness, but it wasn't teaching yoga. And I remembered the feeling of being like, I knew I was settling and I was trying to tell myself that it was okay, that I would teach yoga on the side. I'd still be fulfilled, but I needed to kind of settle and be realistic. And if I could go back and tell myself one thing in that moment, I would say, girl, stop. There is no need to be realistic. Your desires and your dreams are possible. I would tell her to follow that nudge. So that's what I want to tell you today. That if you know that you're meant for more, follow it, trust it, believe in that nudge. Now listen, I would go back and tell myself to not be realistic and settle, but I would tell myself to listen to the fear. All right, this may seem counterintuitive, but I'm going to explain it a little bit more. They've actually done a study this year where they researched and they found that the people who were willing to embrace negative emotion like fear and look at it and be with it, those people are actually happier than the people who try and dismiss or ignore any sort of negative emotion. And so I would tell myself to look at the fear and embrace it and learn from it. Listen, when you have a big dream and fear is present as well, what can happen is that the fear becomes so big and so consuming that our mind freezes and the worst case possible scenario playing the what if game. Well, what if I leave my job and I don't have any money? And what if I try and teach yoga and no one ever pays me and I don't have enough money for my bills? And what if, what if, what if? And we just kind of spin in this fear cycle of playing out potential worst case scenarios. And we get stuck there. We get frozen, too afraid to actually take the leap, too afraid to actually move forward, but not actually addressing the fear at all. So here's what I want to offer you. The fear that you feel is not a bad thing. Do not ignore it. It's there trying to point you to a safe path forward. Your fear is trying to show you maybe what can you educate yourself on? What can you do to support yourself as you move forward? So instead of trying to ignore the fear, instead of trying to catastrophize and then get stuck in the fear, I want you to actually get really friendly with that fear, get into the relationship with it and ask it like, what is worst case scenario? And what would I do? What would be my logical plan to ensure that if worst case scenario were to happen, which is very unlikely, I would be okay? And when you start to ask yourself this question, you're going to realize that you have a lot more ideas and strategies to navigate the uncertainty of going for your dream than you even realized. 
So like worst case scenario, let's say you're deciding like, I want to quit my full-time job and go into my business. And worst case scenario is, ah, I don't have any money and it doesn't work. And I should have stayed with my full-time job. Okay. Then what, what will you do? Do you have savings? Would you sell your house? Do you have friends you could move in with? Could you go get a loan? Like answer the question logically and you'll find that all of a sudden your body will relax, your mind will relax, and you'll be able to take just one step forward. Let's say that you're already in your business and you know that you're meant for more and you're like, my next step is scaling. My next step is a bigger visibility, more impact. And in order to do that, I want to invest $20,000 in paid ads. But what if I don't get any return, right? Like, what if it doesn't work? What if I do this big marketing plan and it doesn't work? Pause and answer the question. What will you do? you probably would keep doing your organic marketing that has already worked. You would make money. You might cut down on expenses for a while, but you would keep going. Typically, worst case scenario actually logically turns out to be I would keep going. I would figure it out. So don't get caught in the like tornado spin of worst case scenario. Let the dust settle and realize how would you figure it out? What would you do? The fear that you feel after you have this big desire, this knowing that you're meant for more, often is pointing you to what you need to learn to hedge the bets in your favor. All right. So if you have this dream to quit your corporate job and to go full time in your business, your fear may be reminding you that, oh, yeah, you haven't learned any marketing skills and you don't know how to master selling and you don't know how to let your teachers sell in your studio. So we should learn those skills. Your fear is pointing you to what should you do? What would be helpful for you? Let's say that you're that studio owner who wants to put 20K to scale their visibility and grow their business. Your fear is pointing you to, let's learn how to run a successful marketing funnel that we know converts before we put money on it. All of those things are very logical things that you can go learn and require just the next right step at that right point in time and typically require some sort of education. Don't try and go for your dream alone. That's a very scary way to freak out your nervous system and make it incredibly hard on yourself. Instead, look at that fear. Ask yourself, what would my logical solution be if worst case scenario happened? And second, is there anything that I need to learn? Any skills that I need to add? Anything that I need to test before I jump all in? And can I go educate myself? Can I go learn those things? The fear that you have does not negate the feeling that you're meant for more. It is there to help you ensure that you see the end result that you want. Play that back. Y'all heard that? The fear that you have is not there to negate the nudge that you are meant for more. All right? It is there to ensure that you get to that place where you are making the big impact and serving the students that you want to serve. All right, my friends, trust it. You are unique. Not everybody 
is having the desire to build a yoga business. Once you're in the world, you think it's so common because these are the people you're talking to and it's your social media feed and it starts to take over, but zoom out, out of the, what is it, 8 billion people we have on the planet, there's only like 300,000 yoga teachers they think in the US, not that many people have the desire that you have. It's unique. It's been given to you for a reason. Follow it. Trust it. All right, my friends, I will see you on the wait list. Go to the yogabossgroup.com forward slash wait list so you can get the behind the scenes look at the new course and membership that is coming this fall. Talk to you in the next episode.